Welcome to the Author Factor Podcast, where we break down exactly how smart business owners and corporate leaders leverage the powerful advantage of being a published book author. I'm your host, Mike Capuzzi, and you're in the right place if you want profitable nonfiction book writing tips. Seventeen books and workbooks. That's how many my guest today has published. Mike Acker is a keynote speaker, best-selling communication author, executive, and communication coach with over 20 years of experience in speaking, leadership development, and organizational management. His latest book, Speak with Confidence, delivers a practical and hands-on playbook to building the confidence you need to nail your next presentation, speech, virtual talk, or social media post. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me, Mike. I really appreciate you. And I'm looking forward to just sharing with your audience, giving them something of value today. Well, I think, Mike, with 17 books and workbooks, you probably have a little bit of insight on the power of being a published book author. So I oh, yeah. just touched very briefly on your background. Uh, if you don't mind, Mike, share a little bit more about you know who you serve and how you serve them. Yeah, so what I really work with is mid to high level professionals, helping them break through barriers of success. So a big barrier for a lot of people is communication. They just, they can't get their pitch out there. They can't land the the investment from, from the venture capitalists, or they can't get that promotion, or they can't, they can't represent their company well enough or their brand, or I have uh, professional athletes and coaches and and some minor celebrities, and they just can't get out there. And so I help them break through that barrier. And most of that is communication, but I also help them with some areas of leadership, emotional intelligence, and team dynamics. So 17 books and workbooks. That's pretty impressive. Thanks. Let's, I, I know you actually have a newer book you were just sharing with me that's actually uh, more recent than even, well, it's coming out. Uh, than speak with confidence, but I, I want to focus on speak with confidence if we could. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, because absolutely. It's it's really the the hallmark of what I do. Yeah, and it's it was a book that you published through a publisher, and yeah. I think you know the, the description of it, it really is an important topic for everybody. You know, not just leaders, but any business owner, entrepreneur, corporate leader. So, if you would, Mike, share a little bit more about speak with confidence. Why you decided to write that book. And then if you wouldn't mind, share a tip or two from the book to encourage our listeners to go grab a copy. Yeah, absolutely. So it's been a lot of fun because I right now have been doing a lot of traveling. So I just have gone to the most, the most, uh, the closest Barnes and Nobles and I keep on seeing it on the shelf. So you can pick it up at your That's Barnes awesome. and Noble. That's awesome. And you can, you can get it online as well. Here's, here's the number one thing you need for great public speaking, confidence. That's the number one thing. So a lot of people say like, I need confidence. Give me confidence. I mean, that's what stands out. But people don't know what confidence means. So if you say something like, Mike, where do you live? And I say, well, I live on earth. That doesn't help you at all. If I say I live in America, that still doesn't really help you. If I narrow it down, I say I live in the state of Washington. Okay, I'm getting closer. So confidence is vague. It's like saying I live on earth. You need earth. So what I did in that book is broke down the three main dynamics, the three main parts, the three main, the three main sources of confidence and communication. A lot of people focus on one of these, it's skills. Hey, you want to be better a speaker? 
do this, do that, use your hands, use your facial expressions, modulate your tone and do this and this and this. And so those are skills. Now that is a source of confidence, but it is not the only source of confidence. There's a lot of people who work really, really hard on how they sound their, their skills, but still don't have confidence. Why is that? Same reason why a lot of people who dress really nice, they have amazing clothes, they look good externally, but if they don't shower for a month, they're not gonna be people that people wanna be around. So there's another aspect to looking good. It's not just the clothes you wear. And there's, there's an inner aspect to it. Likewise, for communication, there's three sources of confidence. And this is what the book does. A lot of books talk about skills. You can buy those for a dime a dozen. A lot of books also talk about messaging, how you organize your thoughts and how you create it. But there are very few books that talk about that internal aspect. I don't really don't know of any. I'm sure there's some out there, but there's no book that really grabs into who you are is part of what you say. So when people tune in to the author factor, they're not just listening to the message. No, they're not. They're not just listening to how you use your voice. They're also wanting to hear a mic. They like you. And when you get up in front of people, people aren't just wanting your slide deck or your written notes. They want you. They've invited you to speak. And so that identity is a huge source of confidence. So three sources of confidence, identity, message, skills, and it really lays it out there so that people can understand where they need to jump in and begin to work on their confidence. Love it. Love it. And Mike, if I could take a left turn just for a moment, because this is a traditionally published book. I, I like to focus on that a little bit because a lot of our guests are self-published. We have a fair number that are traditionally published. Was this your first traditionally published book or no? Yeah, it was my first traditionally published book. After I released my first book, my first book is called Speak With No Fear. I released it in 2019 and it got noticed on Forbes. It has over a thousand reviews. And once it sold over 10,000 copies, which is kind of a benchmark for most books, once it sold over 10,000 copies, I actually had publishers reach out to me and say, hey, can we publish this book? I said, well, what are you doing that I'm not already doing? What would you do? And they ultimately, one publisher who's so frank, he goes, nothing. <laughs> and so I said, well, I'm not going to publish it through you. So I, that was my first, my first endeavor. But then actually when I finished Speak With Confidence, I was looking at it and I had the final copy edit come back. I actually was self-publishing it. I had a cover drawn up. I had a art already paid for it to be formatted. And I'm just going through this and I'm looking at it and going, I just think that this needs to get further recognition. So I actually sent it off to a publisher and they came back and said, yes, like, like that. Now, this is someone I had talked to earlier because I speak with no fear. So Wiley said, yes, we want this. Then with that in hand, I reached out to a, an agent and said, I have a contract in hand. Uh, would you consider representing me? And this was a really big agent, like for really big name people. And so we started conversations. And then at the end, they unfortunately did not pick me up, but I picked up by another agent. So they negotiated the rest of that contract and, and redid the contract a little bit. And then Wiley picked it up. Wiley has done fantastic at getting me inside of Barnes and Nobles. That I'm on target in some places, and uh, it's been pretty cool to see. 
That is very cool. So first of all, congratulations. Can we go a little bit Thanks. deeper on this? Because you know, not too many of our guests have experienced the journey you've had. I've had a couple. So you published Speak With No Fear, self-published that, correct? And you said in just a couple of years ago in 2019, is that what I heard? Yep. yep. Wow. So I did that and I did, I did a, I, the main source of me learning at that point in time was the self-publishing school with Chandler Bolton, his mm-hmm. book. But then I also listened to Kindlepreneur a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, did, oh, I can't remember his name. And then I also hey, did, um, yeah. And then I did like three other books and podcasts and some online courses. Uh, and then a friend had done self-publish and had over a thousand reviews and you know, we traded services. So I coached her in communication and she walked me through the process. So I put all those sources together. I invested from my own pocket. I invested something like $6,000 in ads in the first three months on Amazon and really got it noticed. I spent really, I was actually working a side job and I put the money on there. I had a separate account for just my coaching and I didn't even realize how much I was spending on ads. So I probably put about $10,000 worth of my own money in promoting it. I hired this and that and this and this and did all these different things. I tried everything. I threw all the dirt at the wall to see what would stick. And as a result, and then I went on a whole bunch of podcasts in 2019, I was working full-time sales. I was doing this on the side. And I remember, this is fun. I remember when the book got noticed, (laughs) I was... I mean, I could see that the reviews were climbing. And by the way, all anybody who's out there who's an author, reviews, 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 reviews. So if you were listening, I'd love for you to give me a review. I went into my 700 plus contacts on my phone. I I copied, um, I created a note and I wrote down like a request for, for a review. And then I put it as a, um, as like a, a keyword replacement. So you do like KW1 and this whole thing would come up. I sent that individually to 700 people. Even if I hadn't seen them for 10 years, I'd be like, Hey, John, I haven't talked to you for 10 years. I hope you're doing well. I just want to let you know that I had a new book come out and it's my first book. It's this, here's the link. I would appreciate it if you bought it. So I did that. And I then did three of those follow-ups. I got, once I got like a, over a hundred reviews, things started happening. And then I was doing all this stuff. It got picked up on Forbes. It got on some other list out there and the book took off. So back to that phone call, I'm driving my car for my sales job and I pick up my phone just thinking it's, you know, one of my clients, right? One of my customers. So I pick up, I did veterinary medical sales. So I pick up and I said, um, hey, this is Mike. And he go, the Mike? I said, I, yeah, this is Mike. Mike Acker? And he goes, style Mike Acker? <laughs> I didn't know what to say, right? Like, uh, sure. And he goes, I just finished your book and it changed my life. And he worked for uh, royalty on the other side of the world. And he reported directly to the, the royal. And can't go more into that. But he became a client of mine. I didn't even have anything really to offer. Uh, the other person called me one time and he goes, um, this is the second person right around the same time. And he called me similar type thing. And he goes, I just bought your book at the airport. I said, Oh, cool. You downloaded it on your Kindle. And he goes, no, I, I bought it at the airport. I was like, Oh, okay. So like, like, like from Amazon. And he goes, 
no, I, I bought it at the airport. I'm like, oh, okay, not understanding what he meant. <laughs> I was a little dense there. And he goes, it changed my life. Can I fly out to meet with you? Um, I'm like, uh, sure. <laughs> I didn't have any coaching program. So uh, we're talking a little bit more. He worked for Amazon, so he can't, was going to come out to Seattle area anyway. And he worked very high up in, in Amazon. I said, so that's really cool. So I'm glad you you know brought your my book to the airport. He goes, no, I, I bought it at the airport. And I said, like online? He goes, no, I, I went into the bookstore and I bought your book off the shelf. Like kind of like you idiot. <laughs> like that deal. Like you did? I've never seen it at a bookshelf at, at any type of airport, but that's where he did it. Anyway, so he flew out. And once I did that too, I realized that I was on something bigger than just a self-published book that I had done for my own kind of fun. Quick pause. If you're here, you're obviously interested in the power of a well-crafted business book. Have yet to write your first book or thinking about the next one? Make your move. Head over to bitesizebooks.com and secure a session to brainstorm your book idea with me, Mike Capuzzi. With over 240 business leaders and entrepreneurs turned successful authors under my guidance, let's explore if we're the right fit. Your author journey begins today. Now, back to the show. Wow. So I guess, with the, so that was a self-published version that he bought at the bookstore, I guess, because you know, Amazon does distribute to booksellers and someone mm -hmm. picked it up and that's no small yeah. feat, Mike. Yeah, that's no small feat. I mean, and, and, right. and I'm looking... Yeah, yeah, you have over a thousand reviews. None of that for a self-published author. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say for anybody who wants to be in, so I've now learned this from working with a traditional publisher. Most books that are aren't in airports are sponsored. I didn't know that. So for example, my my publisher said, Do you want to sponsor your book to be at Hudson Books? And uh, there's a couple of different sponsors. And basically the author. Usually it's the author. Now, if you're if you're a big time, you know, if you're if your name is Obama or Trump, you know, and you got a huge or or Will Smith or something, sure your publisher is going to pick it up because they're going to make a lot of money. The publishers make most of their money off the big time authors. They they only break even with an author if you get over I think it's over five thousand sales uh, that they start breaking even, and so the majority of authors they lose money on. But if you want to get into the airports, then what you actually have to do is you sponsor it. And there's a whole bunch of different sponsorships, but they're, they come down to anywhere from a thousand a month to 10,000 a month. Now there are some that the store owner might pick it up and decide to just carry that book because they like that book, but the majority of them are sponsored. Yeah. So it's a, a pay to play kind of thing, which, you know, in a lot of the businesses is sort of par for the course. But before we right. leave this topic, Mike, again, very, uh, I wasn't go expecting to go down this route, but this is just very interesting because you're the first guest I've had in over 200 episodes that has, has taken this path. When you launched that book in 2019, did you have a big social media following? Like following, like how, what no. was, so that, I mean, this is really powerful for a lot of folks listening to this. How did someone yeah. whose first book, not a big social media following, did you have a big email list? No, I didn't. I, I had zero email list. I didn't even know what an email list was. I really didn't know. Like if you had said, what's an email list? I, I mean, I'm maybe like a 
list of emails on Excel. I mean, I really had no idea of <laughs> MailChimp or or any of these convert kits or anything. I had no idea what a lead generation was. I had no idea what, um, and when I went through the coaching program, they're like, you need lead generation. So my book generated a thousand emails before I even took note to actually do anything with those emails. I was like, what? And and so I'm I'm fairly like like if I'm going to do something, I want to do it thoroughly. So when I went through self-publishing school and Dave Chesson and Honorary Quarters book and on and on, and some were more helpful to others. I mean, um, but I read a whole bunch. I listened to a whole bunch, and the main guideline was. Uh, Chandler Bolt's book, and then my friend coaching me. I did every single thing. So I think at that point in time, I don't think I had a Twitter or I had a Twitter I hadn't touched for years. I think I had a LinkedIn that I hadn't touched for years. And now I'm active on all these. I think I think I had a Facebook page that had 1,900 uh, followers from a long time ago, and I hadn't touched it for years. Uh, I didn't even have my own personal Facebook. It was all through my wife's. Uh, so I really had nothing. So how did I do it? Uh, there's three components to a successful book. And before sales, I was a pastor. And so if you think about this in terms of a pastor and of a church, and whether you go to church or not, it's a good analogy. So if, if a church is going to be something that people want to be a part of, they need three different factors. They need great message. Like you want to listen to something that's grabbing a hold of you, the sermon, the, the, the content. Uh, you also want great uh, production of the overall service. In other words, a good spot to park. <laughs> you want to you want a kid's um, place. If you're dropping off kids, you don't want to drop them into a dungeon that smells bad. You, you're not going to go there. The church is not going to grow. Uh, there's obviously exceptions to all these rules, but mostly a church that's going to grow is going to have good content. It's going to have good production, good music, good parking, good building. And then the third is you got to let people know about it. So let's apply that to a book. A book has to have good content, good sermon, good message. In other words, the writing actually has to be on point. And what I thought was everybody was a good writer, and they're not. I thought everybody could be a good writer if they just put the time into it. I wrote my first book in 27 days. That was a draft. And then I edited it in about three weeks and with my friend. Here's what I realized is I'm actually a better natural writer than most people. Natural. Well, I was a pastor for 18 years, so I wrote sermons for 18 years, so I had a lot of practice. So I wouldn't tell people this. If you're not a good writer, start writing now. Uh, people like Dave Grisham, Jerry Seinfeld, they would do something every single day, and they would hone those skills. So write every single day. If, if you're not good there, make sure you're getting a content editor. So I had a content editor tell me, like, move this around, take this out. You shouldn't apply, you know, don't refer to this. And then I went through a copy editor twice. So even though I was a good natural writer, I still went through this process. Other people, they need line editors. They need all kinds of different editors. And really, sometimes you need to co-write it with somebody. Some people, they have a great idea and they need to be ghostwritten. And I didn't know that at the time. Um, so you need good material. Let's start there. If you have good material, you can do the marketing campaign for everything. People get it, they go, ah, and then throw it away. Um, my first book, the reason I did a second edition on my first book is because the first book, even though it was well-written in all this area, it was way too packed with stories about myself. It was just how I packed it in. There are lots of analogies. 
So it's more kind of inspirational, motivational with some great content. But some people, the number one critique is too many stories about Mike. So I fixed that in second edition, fixed that on Speak with Confidence. So there's, there's the first part. The second part is production. Some books I'm sure are really good, but they just don't look good. You look them, pick them up, and it's like, okay, obviously that's a self-published book. If you can tell it's a self-published book on the cover, eh, you're not going to probably go very far. And so I've told people, like, go spend $1,000. And they're like, I don't have $1,000. Don't publish that. <laughs> it's going to cost you money to, to do that. Go get somebody who has good sense. Well, I'm a graphic designer. Well, you might be for this, but not for a book. And, and Or get a cheap option, a 100 covers or fiber or something. Uh, get good formatting. Make sure it's good. Make sure it's copy edited, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then the third one is market. And this is the market is you, you want to go, you want to go niche. If you can just go super niche down, find your area and then go broad. So I went really niche uh, on my first one, which is, I went on podcasts and just shared about my book. And then from there I went broad and then do it consistently. Four years later, I'm still talking about speak with no fear. <laughs> right now, right? And as a result of that, somebody is going to be listening to this and is going to go buy Speak With, with No Fear and say Speak With Confidence. And, and so you got to do it repetitively. What a lot of people do is they just go, oh, I'm try social media. I hired someone, did it for three months. Uh, social media doesn't work. No, it works. You just got to work it consistently over a long period of time. Again, the proof's in the pudding. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just amazed and it's testimony to, like you said, just putting the time in, putting the work in. I mean, four years ago, you were in sales, you didn't, no one knew who you were and, you know, you were barely, you know, touching anybody with, uh, you know, social media, your books, et cetera, and now look at you. So Mike, congratulations on that. So Thanks. as we get ready to wrap up here, this should be a really, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. But I always like to ask my guests, yeah, that's what the author factor is about. It's about the thing that makes you, you know, unique and different and what it has done for you and your business and others to be an author, a book author. Mm -hmm. So you've already shared a little bit, but I'd love to hear kind of in a concise chunk, what has it meant to be a published book author to Mike Acker? It is one of the, accomplishments of my life that I'm most proud of both the traditional publishing and then that first book and the success so it's meant it's meant a lot of pride it's meant a source of success to me it's also given me a ton of credibility and to have a book that's done well that's got a lot of reviews and not one of those best selling authors and then you look it up and it's got 14 reviews but best-selling author and people go, oh, yeah, it is. And then it allows me to get on stages and in front of people. I'm teaching at an executive MBA program for a major university in September. Why? Partially because of my books. Congratulations. And what is the best way or best ways, Mike, our listeners can learn more about you. Where's the best place to get your books? If they're not at an airport bookstore, where's the best yeah. place to, to grab your books? You know, I, I love, I love Barnes and Noble. 
And so here's my encouragement is go get your next book at Barnes & Noble and keep that place in business for the next 10 years, hopefully. It's, it's a great place and you can go most, I found my book in the reference section and one time I found it in the business section. So go to the reference section, which unfortunately is often in the back corner, but go find it. There's a public speaking spot right there and grab my book off the shelf. I'd be so honored if you did that. I would love if you buy my book at Barnes and Noble, they let me do a 30 minute free coaching for you. Okay. Um, otherwise you can obviously easily buy it on Amazon or other places as well. And and. and including the audiobooks as well. So I would love to to serve you in that way and have and would really appreciate anything that you do in those books. And I really believe that they'll be beneficial to you. And what's your your primary website, Mike? It's Mikeacker.com. So M-I-K-E-A-C-K-E-R.com. Very good. And that's also my handle for all my social media, A-C-K-E-R-D-O-T-com. So well, very good. Mike, listen, I appreciate this. I think, again, you, you shared a very unique pathway. And I think based on what you're doing, you have just barely touched on the success that you're probably going to achieve here. So congratulations with all that. Yeah, thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate you having me on the show and congratulations with the show. It's amazing what you've done. All right. Thank you very much. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Author Factor Podcast. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on Apple iTunes. Subscribe, tell a friend, and go grab the notes and extras at theauthorfactor.com. And to learn more about my unique short book publishing services, please check out bitesizebooks.com. See you next time.